just happened? What? What? What occurred? UKW. Thirty minutes. One match. All over the place. And entertaining in a way. In a way that you know one of those heist movies where a, a bank job goes wrong spectacularly and we enjoy seeing it unravel in front of our eyes but it was some of the decisions taken here which weren't ideal and some decisions taken here were really good continuation so let's see what went wrong and what went right first of all we're taken to moments after Pride and Glory back in February. We jested grabbing Sedgwick and saying, you know, oh yes, of course, I don't want to miss the tracking the forelock. Yes, I do, sir. The owner of the company, or one of them, I, it's a bit confusing, and the heavyweight champion to say that I almost beat you. And it doesn't say which match it was. They, had, they seem to have had about 30 in the past few weeks, so it could have been one of them. But... Um, saying, if I had a few more minutes, I could have beaten you. And Sedgwick saying, OK, 60 minutes then. With the Chester looking as if to say, I didn't mean that. I wasn't sure. Uh, and then having quickly to say, go on, then all right. That was nicely done, actually. Of course, Chester's recently told me, Chester J. Rowe recently told me that um, the pandemic did for that. So that's on hold. Because I was very worried about his potential health in a 60-minute match with Jonathan S. But that's to come. What we've got now is a six-person tag. Leonie Rose first on promo, showing us that she's still learning. And what you've got is Rose and Jester and Maktoum on one team, and Sedgwick and Brooklyn and supposedly Mustafa Khan on the other team. So, just a minute. You've got a team, essentially, of faces. Sedgwick, Brooklyn, Khan, against a team, essentially, of heels. McToom, Rose, J-Row... Uh, never mind about that. Never mind. Anyway, Khan's not there. Not turned up. I think I was reading too much into this. I instantly thought, is this a heel turn? I mean, he only turned face a few weeks ago, but I think he just wasn't there. So who turns out? Cayman Carlisle. Now, this is interesting because he's a bad guy, isn't he? Jonathan S. doesn't really like him very much. And he says, trust me. Trust me. I've turned corner. I've seen the error of my ways. And I need to be just trusted, God damn it. So, match starts. After about ten minutes or so of this arrival, it takes a long time to get all this done. And you've still got that bloke who is part of the ownership of the company and also does the announcing and is sitting at the top of the stage there. This becomes very distracting later on. Anyway, early on, Rose and Brooklyn. Rose does sell extremely well for Brooklyn's attack. But then, some music comes up. And McToom 
goes to the ring and takes out a prayer mat and um, some garb to pray him. Goes up to the stage and um, the gentleman on the commentary says words to the effect of what you're doing, you've got a match. McToom tells him to shut up and has been joying all the way through this match. And um, the announcer says to him, do you want me to knock you out right now? Now, not only is the announcer not particularly ring ready, it doesn't look like, but really, even for a fall guy like McToom, you don't want to job out your wrestlers in that way. You don't want somebody who's on commentary to say, I could kick your ass right now. Because these are wrestlers. And consequently, supposedly tougher than us. Now, that's bad enough. But, I mean, I really do have to mention this. We start to get prayers from McToom. And what this ostensibly is, is a bit of a comedy um, setup because once he's done a bit of praying and the great thing is here that this is used as comedy and I have an issue with that but um, the crowd don't boo they don't laugh he gets heat but they understand it's a gag and that is real testament to the crowd here who are being asked to either laugh at or shout about prayers of religious faith. He gets back to the ring and then suddenly the ref hands him a phone. So first of all, he's brought a phone to the ring, which we don't see. The referee has it in his pocket. It's supposedly McToom's phone. Maybe it isn't. Maybe he just said, could you answer a call for me? And we're in a match and he's answering a call. So really what the referee should be doing is saying, well, there should be no phones in the ring anyway. And if somebody calls me, I'm a bit busy. McToom takes the call, goes up to the stage again, and is told to get out of there by the commentator who also part runs the company. Or This is so confusing and the comedy of it is not ideal. I know that McToom is essentially a comedy figure. And I understand that. He's the flip side of Mustafa Khan, if you like. So, you know, they were both in the Persian Empire together. So he's the kind of, of kind of double act. The fall guy, again, with um, Mustafa Khan, or he was. So, you know, he's continued that. And I know you need to get comedy heat. But A, this is not appropriate. And B, it's not funny. Because... You need to observe some basic parameters here. And I think if you perhaps thought for a few more minutes, you might have thought of something else. Somebody could have called him back to the locker room, perhaps. Or maybe he could have wanted a different kind of costume or maybe he'd be tying his shoes for instance or just something simple like that that you could also use 
Anyway, back to the match. And Jester is sitting in the ring refusing to wrestle, and so would I. Finally, we get moving, and there is some okay work. There's quite a lot of, according to the commentator, conversating when uh, Carlisle is with J-Ro. And the crowd are quite into Carlisle. They like his, his shtick here. And I have to say, so do I. He hits a kind of quite sloppy buckle bomb. Really, you think, because he's executed it really well at the beginning, that he's going to get the whole thing. Doesn't get all of it. But then, out of the corner, he gets Jester in a very delayed vertical suplex. And that is a beautiful to see move. So, Leone Rose and Brooklyn are next in together because that's what's going to happen with this match. There is, There are two nice moves in that um, Brooklyn gets her knees to Leona Rose's face. And Rose really sells that well. It's as if she's been completely stunned. I like that a lot. There is a face buster by Leone Rose, which really levels at Brooklyn. That's well sold as well and well executed too. So that's good work. So, of course, you're going to need Jonathan S. in the ring with the Jester because... They have previous, and oh, what a lot of previous they have. Of course, Sedgwick owns him early on. Of course he does, I'm taking the forelock. And sets up for a his super kick. You know, he does the stamp in the corner. Carlisle joins in and says, let's have a double super kick. Well, you know what's going to happen, don't you? Carlisle can't have that change of attitude so quickly. He super kicks Sedgwick and then asks J-Row to cover him. And the lovely thing here is that J-Row doesn't want to. But because of the match, and there has to be a winner, he feels he should. But he hates himself for it. And they join the ring at the end and shake hands eventually. Well, a hand is offered, certainly. That's a really nice moment and tells a story beautifully. If only they didn't mess around with the McToom stuff. He could have just got in the commentator come owner's face and been told to get out of there. They didn't need to do all that shtick and it's a shame. Because the match itself was pretty good, had some really good action in it. And it ran for 30 minutes, but well 20 minutes, but I didn't really notice that time. For a three-person, a six-person tag, three on either side, and intergender as well, I thought they handled that rather well. They can really do it when they concentrate on the wrestling. It's the angles that don't really work at the moment. They need a good writer. And they am available. They could do with somebody. To play to these wrestlers' strengths. Well, we'll see what happens next week. This is probably a three and a half out of five because of all that comedy shtick. Listen to my views on Impact and you'll see the same thing there. Till that wrestling improves, as it was when I first saw UKW, that rating won't improve either. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.